Welcome to Running It Back. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. Today's guest is a Kauai boy, 2012 IBA World Tour bodyboarding champion and a five-time winner of the IBA Pipeline Pro bodyboarding contest, Jeff Hubbard, and also our hosts, Chad Owens and Ryan Kilmaka. Now let's start running it back. Let's go. Um, guys, this week, episode we've got a very special guest like kiana said my good friend jeff hubbard oh, yes. bro welcome to running it back that's awesome chad this is <laughs> radical here like i thought pipeline was like a pretty nuts wave this is like setup's pretty insane man we got a pretty good vibe going here hold on nice like nice yes well look man uh, i set we it were, up I was you set me. it up yeah it was all me this is all me i can tell it's looking good ryan got yeah, the, the style. got the aloha brings shirt it, brings it full circle here <laughs> yeah <laughs> Awesome, brother. Well, so what's what's been going on lately, man? How you been? Oh, the, I'm doing great. The winter season's just started here in Hawaii, so we've got some uh, awesome waves on the North Shore. As we know, I went bodyboarding with you the other day. We had a nice little session in VLAN. That was super cool. So, yeah, it's just been really nice to be getting a ton of waves up on the North Shore after that summer summer doldrums. Yeah. Pretty, pretty cool. Yeah, man. Um, so growing up on Kauai, Kauai, What's what's that what, what's that like? You know, I'm from Oahu. Ryan's from Oahu. Two of us. Man, two v two here. Yeah. Uh, what's what's that about? You guys can definitely relate. So, how was the upbringing on, on Kauai, Jeff? Laid back. It's like you like take a, a steps a lot slower. Everything's kind of like chill, as opposed to like fast paced. You know, I mean, they, it's kind of cliche to say that but you go back and it's everything's still the same like i'll go home, visit my parents and I, I mean yeah there might be a, a new store or something but everything's everyone's doing the exact same thing they were 30 years ago yes. everything's the same maybe a little more traffic but besides that nothing has changed it's great which is cool it's pretty special to have that that vibe over there on Kauai. you know pop, chicken populations increased <laughs> but yeah cool. <laughs> so basically yeah. the complete opposite of how you bodyboard I mean, because yeah. when you're out in that water, bro, you are flying, taking off, hitting those those lips, those ramps, 360, arses, reverse 360s. I mean, um, you are, I, I, I've said you're the GOAT. Is that is that something that's been talked about uh, with your name in bodyboarding? I don't know. I mean, I'm, I just like to go out there and just fly and have, have a good time. Like, that's for me, when I go bodyboarding, I'm just, it's kind of like a pretty cool freedom of expression. And I just... I, the way I have the most fun is kind of flying around in the air. I'm pretty good at, you know, catching air on my bodyboard. So that's what I do when I go bodyboarding. You know, it's kind of what I look for, trying to, you know, just fly up off the lip and doing some fun tricks and some fun moves. And yeah, it just gets me happy, makes a smile on my face. I mean, gosh, I've been doing it for, oh, since I was a kid on Kauai, I'm 45 now, so I've been doing it. Dude, for you're 45. You 45. You got the baby face. Bro, you look, yeah, you got the baby face, bro. It's the, it's the <laughs> blue eyes, bro. It's the blue eyes. That's what she was messing up in the, in the beginning. She was like, uh, <laughs> you was looking in his oh, eyes. You couldn't even. That's amazing, yeah, bro. So when, you know how when you're, when you're a kid in Hawaii, you grow up going to the beach all the time with your family. That's just what every kid in Hawaii does, pretty much. And uh, bodyboarding is is something almost every kid does, you know, at some stage here in Hawaii, whether, you know, whether they stick with it or not, or whether they enjoy it or not, you're going to get tossed a bodyboard. And you're going to go right in the ocean and play around with it. And for some of us, it just sticks and you have a, you know, you kind of just gravitate towards bigger, you know, getting outside the surf line and getting into real waves instead of the shore break and just 
uh, that's kind of the, the normal evolution as every other kid in Hawaii did. And then eventually uh, you just start to like find, find ways to like, you know, express yourself and have more fun in the ocean uh, with, with that board. And so like, oh, I can get you know, bigger waves. I can go off the lip and fly around or get barreled or do this and do that. And so that, that was just kind of my, my thing. I kind of identified with that. Like everyone, you know, in high, in high school, you have your high school yearbook photo you know, mine was on a bodyboard, you know, I just made sure I didn't have my posed picture. I just took a picture of me, you know, found one of me bodyboarding. My dad took one, you know, and it's, so it's, it's kind of random, you know, you go back through the yearbook and you're like, everyone's got their nice, nice posed photo and it's kind of cool one and mine's just on a bodyboard and now I have thousands of those photos. So it's <laughs> almost was like, man, maybe I should have taken like a normal photo <laughs> back then. Like, no, nah, man, no, nah. for, for the yearbook, I think. That just that just goes to show that man that's that's what you were meant to do. Yeah, man. You know, from from that from that age, you're meant to be a bodyboarder. Um, now, you said you bodyboarded your whole life, and what what age was it that you turned pro? Turned pro in probably, I get I would have been twenty, I think. So yeah, twenty five years. Oh, right out of high school, pretty yeah. much a couple years out of high yeah, school. Exactly. And you were in college and you, that's when you committed to, to bodyboarding, yep. right? So I was, I was going to UH and I was, um, you know, getting my, getting a degree. I think I was, you know, maybe I was third year in, uh, so I was, you know, I started a little early. I was 17 when I started, I think, you know, my birthday is in October. So, you know, that I was, uh, in, in business school and I was, I got, a I was going to beach all the time. So I got a D. <laughs> so <laughs> I was like, ah. I was not paying attention coming back and finance or something. And my math skills weren't, weren't up to par. And my finance class, I just took a nap every day. <laughs> After <laughs> off the wall, I'd go surf pipe and come back and take a nap. And that just didn't fly with academics. So I ended yeah. up, uh, you know, academic, committing. academic Commit suspension. My parents were like, we're not paying for you to just, we're not paying for your room and board up there. You know, we're not paying for you to, just sit around, you know, you got to go get a job. I was like, oh, well, I guess guys get paid to bodyboard these days, you know? Yeah, so like, yeah. Okay, Sorry, just... Jeff. Hold that thought. We're going to come, we're going to take a quick break and we're going to come right back to, to that right there. Running It Back is brought to you by the Honolulu Star Advertisers. Running It Back viewers can receive the Star Advertiser digital full access subscription for just $9.95 per month. Go to StarAdvertiser.com and use the code AHIGHTHING. Earn more and pay less with Hawaiian Financial Federal Credit Union for life. Visit hawaiiopioid.org to learn more about opioids, safe medication storage, and how to prevent an overdose. The Hawaii Department of Health wants us to call Hawaii Cares at 1-800-753-6879. And thank you to Battery Bills. Check him out for all your battery needs. And welcome back to Running It Back. We've got Jeff Hubbard here. All the crowns in bodyboarding. Uh, so, yeah, so in college, you had to make a decision that, you know what, school or bodyboarding, obviously you were spending more of your time bodyboarding. Yeah, I was, you know, I was fully immersed in it and it, it just seemed like, you know, something that was like a pastime for me had taken on a whole new passion and it was you know, I could kind of see that this was, you know, a future that I should try and pursue. And, you know, since I knew I was pretty good, I'd been winning some contests, I'd been doing pretty good. And, I'd been traveling a little bit already as a, you know, an amateur. I'd won a bunch of, you know, contests in the states and the national level. So I was like, oh, you know, I should try. I should try this thing. I had, you know, some people wanting to sponsor me and some people wanted to give me some money for this 
to help promote them back then because I'd been getting a lot of magazine photos and videos and back then is before social media. So that was the only way you could like, you know, get out people, there. yeah, people could get their products out there is, you know, if they endorsed a, someone who was getting their photo in the, these magazines. And so it was like, that was kind of the payoff. And so uh, I just, you know, went out, went out there and tried to get, get some sponsorship dollars. And that, you know, really worked out since I was able to pay my rent and, you know, get some food and, uh, you know, I was self-sufficient from then on and just could pay my gas, go up to the North shore and, uh, keep bodyboarding and travel the, started to, you know, this make this a full on career, like traveling the world. Seeing, Speaking of traveling, where has the best break, the best way you can't pick Hawaii Ooh. Oh, yeah, around the world, uh, around the road, like a different country. Well, I mean, we all know Hawaii's yeah, probably the best exactly. spot, but other than Hawaii, other than Hawaii. I'd say I, I'm partial to Tahiti, you know, I'm really partial to Tahiti just because it's the Polynesian vibes. I, you know, I just like, too. you know, it goes down crew? there, family, Poisson crew, say Mavari. Oh, good. So good. It's really good. It's, yeah. It's the, the people that make it. Yes. People make the uh, Tahiti just so special. So I'm really just so... So partial. I just yeah, can't can't wait to go back. I love. I used to go there almost every year, you know, all the time. But I haven't been there back there, and definitely not this year. The longest wave, you yeah. know, those those waves that go like six, yeah. seven minutes. Have you ever <laughs> rode one of those? No, those are like the river waves. Yeah. I've never ridden one of those. I, a real uh, like a real yeah, river. Yeah, so like it's a, a tidal bore they call it. So if it's, you got a really high tide and it kind of and it's streamed up like a certain, um, I don't know. I guess more like they're coming up rivers or inlets. So when the inlets are focused in, and so they kind of keep getting drawing in narrower and narrower, like the energy will be pushed in from the tide into like, from like a big river, like big into small, and it'll just kind of make these waves run all the way up these rivers. Man, you've been bodyboarding all these years and you've never tried well, one of those. Yeah, they're, they're pretty hard to get, and I don't know if they're uh, so great for bodyboarding. Mm, just, I'd surfing, say huh? they'd be just nice for uh, like longboarding, because you can just ride, ride them forever. It. That's what's kind of cool. They're not so challenging as far as like, you know, technique. You just kind of just get on your board and just ride. So you could, yeah, ride for like seven minutes. It could be pretty cool, but oh. probably not so exciting. Yeah. All right, real quick, biggest size wave you've caught. Oof, man, I'm, I don't know. I caught, I've caught some big waves. You know, it's hard, hard to like measure usually well, when you're out, no, exactly. you're out. We, we all have friends like, oh, it's only three feet, but it's like 20 feet. And you're like, guys like saying it's three feet. You're like, oh, yeah, well, yeah, I guess it's only three feet then. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you've had some big waves. Uh, well, listen, we're going to take another quick break. We're going to come back. We've got Jeff Hubbard here with us in Running It Back. Running It Back is brought to you by the Honolulu Star Advertiser. Viewers can receive the Star Advertiser full access subscription for just $9.95 per month. Go to StarAdvertiser.com and use the code AHIGHTHING. Earn more and pay less with the Hawaiian Financial Federal Credit Union for life. Also, the Hawaii Department of Health wants us to call Hawaii Cares at 1-800-753-6879 to access substance use treatment services. And thank you to Battery Bills. Check him out for all of your battery needs. Welcome back to the show. Again, we've got Jeff Hubbard here with us. It's running it back. Um, bro, I mean, so we talked about you know, the waves. You know, it's, yeah. You look at the surf report, it's 8 to 10. It's 10 to 15, whatever, 15 to 20. You know, I've been 
this is my first season surfing out in the North Shore pipeline. And yeah, even if it's three feet, three feet to a lot of people thinks, ah, that's small. But three feet at pipe is, is a different beast. And, you know, I've been out, you know, we surf Sandy's, right? Yeah. Sandy's five feet. It's, ah, pipe three feet is is a different monster it's a it's such a different wave jeff can you maybe get into the the the, the details and the nuances of the wave at pipeline why is it so different i think it's because you know the the ocean the topography of the the sea level you know it's, it goes from really deep to really shallow really abruptly and so that, and all those canyons and those little cracks in the reef just kind of really bring in the power they draw on the power of the whole pacific ocean because there's nothing above us like uh, north of hawaii for you know three thousand miles maybe maybe more that's blocking any swell. So any swell that's coming in is coming in full force right in, right into that, right into that area up on the North shore. And pipeline is especially focused to, you know, certain swells where the reef just, you know, the outer reefs focus in the energy and it just all, all just doubles up and just get right, just breaks so gnarly right on that reef. It's just, yeah, it's heavy. It's hard to describe, you know, you really have to be there on the beach just kind of watching it and you'll really get an impression of you know what's exactly happening out there or you know hey better yet if you can do it in the water and see it from the, <laughs> see it from inside the water that's that's always pretty special that's kind of you know half the half the fun of going out at pipeline and surfing with everyone and riding waves is just you know watching everyone else and being in that whole experience it's kind of like a kind of like a gladiator you know you know like a big football arena whereas you're just you know the whole whole world just kind of watching it and all that all the adrenaline and all the excitement's just kind of focused in on that one little area of the reef. Do you feed off of that? Like, do you, like the bigger stage, I fed off of the, that lights, the bigger stage, the bigger lights, bigger I performs, like competition days, like bigger sets, bigger waves, more crowd, more people watching on the beach. Does that get you amped more to, to go and just, just do your thing out oh, there? Oh, definitely. It, it really is, it's, uh, you know, inspiring because you want to just, you know, show everyone uh, how fun it is to bodyboard. I think there's always that thing with bodyboarding. It's, that it's, you know, since it's not quite as, you know, a popular mainstream sport of surfing, that you always want to, like, you know, do your best to showcase it in a, a real positive light. So anytime there's that, that uh, I guess you would say, platform to do so. I, Time to I, show I, up. I, yeah, I, I make sure I show up. Yeah, that's awesome. And we're going to talk about that here after this next break. But before we take this break, Ooh. this is that time <laughs> of running it back Ooh. where Kiana has her video of the week. And we don't know what this video is. Every 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 uh, week is different. I'm excited to see what you got for yeah. us today, Kiana. So like you I got said, it. This, this, is, this is dedicated to you, Chad. And oh, oh, okay. So let's see. So right what? now we have the World Wife Carrying Championship Tournament. <laughs> oh my gosh. You carry your wife. Yes. Upside down? Oh. However, <laughs> however you can to get her across. Oh, she's drowning. Right wow. there. Men need to complete oh. an obstacle course carrying their wives over their shoulders. All the wow. shoulders. Wow, Jeff, would you do this? <laughs> I would, oh my God, I this is gnarly. Would your wife be down to do this? No. <laughs> I think Absolutely my not. wife would be down to be carrying me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Every year. Oh, this wow. is this every year. Oh my goodness. Superman, look at it. like suits. Their wives must be tripping. Look, imagine if... I don't mean like the, that the is hilarious. The monk to the woman's head. I'd be like, oh my gosh. This is nuts. Oh my gosh, she's drowning. She's drowning. <laughs> yeah, she's got to hold her breath there. Like just being <laughs> out of pipeline. Oh, oh no. That was intense. Wow, that right. was that was amazing, Kiana. Thank you so much for that video. Um, let's take a break. Well, don't forget to follow us on all of our social media platforms at Renin It Back Podcast. 
Also follow our YouTube channel and hit that subscribe button. Today's podcast was brought to you by the Honolulu Star Advertiser, Hawaiian Financial Federal Credit Union, the Hawaii State Department of Health, and Battery Bills. We out. All right, welcome back to the show again. We got Jeff Hubbard in here. Uh, thanks again for joining us, bro. Uh, you mentioned one thing after watching that video about holding your breath. Yeah, how long can you hold your breath? Oh, not long enough. Really? I, I, I'd like to like, oh, I, I'd like to be able to do it longer. How long in guesstimation? I, I don't practice it enough. I, oh, I think minute. it's because I'm, right I'm not surfing like huge waves. And, uh, you know, just, I'm not surfing those crazy, Jeff, Jeff, stop crazy, being crazy humble. That's because this guy waves. doesn't even get pounded. A minute, this guy is, a, minute and, a minute and 30. Two minutes? Bro, this guy doesn't get pounded. He's yeah, just a, such fair. a pro. It's, it's, he's never, the only time he's underwater is when he's duck diving. Trust me. Nah, I, I can hold my breath pretty decently, but I mean, it's, when you hold your breath out in the water, it's all about relaxing. It's just yeah. about just going zen, just not, not moving. You just got to play the limp and just roll around when you're getting wiped out so you don't use any oxygen. Oh. So it's when you're, you know, fighting it against fighting, trying to get up, trying to get out of that situation is that's when you use all your oxygen. And if you're you know, stressing out your, you know, your body's pumping, your heart starts beating faster and starts utilizing that oxygen. So you just need to be super chill. When, when, when did you get good at relaxing in that? Because everyone seems nervous when they get pounded in the beginning, you know what I mean? And then they, they, they try to go find the, yeah, you know, and tense up and whatnot. Like how long did it take you to actually relax and zen out? Oh, a while. I mean, it, it's kind of like a, a learned, learned protocol. I remember up on the North Shore one day, it was just huge, you know, probably like 30 feet or something. And you know, I paddled out, just got caught inside. You just see the horizon go black. You can't see the horizon anymore. And just the wave comes and breaks. And you're just like, what am I going to do? And my friend just looks at me and he's like a big wave surfer and he just starts laughing. He's like, and I just, you know, I'm smiling and laughing. And so that's, and that's what you have to do is just to calm yourself down and nothing else you can do in that situation, but laugh and relax and just just kind of go with it and that and i guess it taught me something right there like well no matter what like you just have to you know chill out and laughter's yeah for what? sure you I'm just scared. said I'm, you do right get scared thinking about it but the wave caused an it. eclipse like come on yeah. uh, laugh about it you know it's funny you say that because uh, out in the lineup the other day i was with travis and he had made a comment about yeah man normally the the guy out here with the um the lowest heart rate tends to be doing the best because he's just more calm, relaxed, and it's just smooth. Uh, biggest piece of adversity that you've had to go through so far in your life? Not just bodyboarding, just adversity in, in your life. It can be a bodyboarding thing, but. Oh, adversity, that's, I mean, there, it can be so many things. I guess, I mean, injuries, injuries are, you know, kind of tough. I think that's, that's, a, that's tough. I think one adversity maybe was, you know, I, losing the world, title so i you know won the world title twice then you know you know had one had another i'd been doing the pro circuit a long time so but one maybe 2011 i was you know going into the last event of the year and like i was winning the whole tour and like i'd lost it right at the end you know and you lose it at that moment and it was just so crushing and i think that was uh you know that was really tough for me for sure it was it was a tough time and then but I think coming through that adversity and then being able to pick it up and win it back the next year was pretty rad. I felt like, yeah, you just can overcome that. Like, cause that's, you know, you're right there and you just lose by like, you know, you're, it's basically like one wave kind of thing, you know, and, but to be able to come back and win it the next year was pretty special. Cause it's a, you know, it's a full on circuit. You're doing it all year round. And so you don't really stop. And 
So to be able to just keep going, I just remember I just kept that momentum, even though I, you know, I didn't really climax at that point for the 2011, I was able to keep that level, high level of performance and then finish at the peak in 2012 and win, win the, my third world title then. So that, that was pretty cool. 2012 is when I won a championship MVP. So that's boom. But, and you know, I just want to, you know, for everyone watching, you know, young kids, aspiring athletes, you know, I think making it to the pinnacle, becoming a pro and then winning a championship or winning the world tour, similar, right? Super Bowl, whatever you want to, that's not the hard part. Winning it again and then winning it again. Like the consistency that you want to win it every year. But I think what you experience I think it's a huge lesson to be had, that adversity, you know, losing. I don't like to say that you lose, you learn. There and you go. got better from that yeah. and you grew from that and you came back the next year better, right? More motivated, right? More motivated. So, um, look, Jeff, we want to say thank you so much for joining us, man. Such great insight from the GOAT. I'm just going to keep calling the GOAT, man. I'm <laughs> so thankful that I get to go out. It's like going and playing basketball with Michael Jordan. You know what I mean? Seriously. I get to go hit the lineup with Jeff Hubbard. Can we can we go out to like Walls one day? <laughs> yeah, hey, before this ends, Jeff. Going out to Walls. Not Jeff. sure. Go, I got my Jeff, where can the people through. follow you? Where can they find you on Instagram and platforms? Uh, yeah, JD Hub is my Instagram handle. Handle. We got our company, uh, Hubboards.com. So you can visit uh, Hubboards.com and check out all our stuff. And uh, yeah. Thanks. Thanks for awesome. having me, guys. Yeah. This was so fun. Yeah. I didn't know what to expect. And this is just mental. Thanks, Super brother. Stoked. Just such a nice little Hana here, just cruising this little bubble. Appreciate <laughs> it, brother. All right. Well, don't forget to follow us on all of our social media platforms at Running It Back Podcast. Also, follow our YouTube channel and hit that subscribe button. Today's podcast was brought to you by the Honolulu Star Advertiser, Hawaiian Financial Federal Credit Union, the Hawaii State Department of Health, and Battery Bills. We out.